Hello, you're listening to Work From Home, a Lower Street podcast where we help you stay connected, productive and sane whilst working remotely. I'm Alex. I'm Harry. Today, we're talking about the transition from the office to the home and why, during this productivity frenzy, you should give yourself a break. This is interesting. This is by Aisha S. Ahmed, who is a, she works in higher education in America. And this is an article on the Chronicle of Higher Education. So it's aimed at people working in higher education, but in principles, it's talking about working from home. And I think the angle is interesting because it's basically saying, as we have covered and talked about, and if you are currently working from home, you'll have no doubt experienced this, there is a new frenzied pressure to be productive, whatever that specifically means to you. And this article is basically about, well, maybe there are other things that you should be taking care of first, and perhaps productivity shouldn't be the main thrust of this new work-life blancmange that you find yourself living in. And one of the first things which we have not been doing particularly well on this podcast, and I suppose it is kind of a part of the purpose of it, is to ignore social media and that there should be more of an introspective approach initially, trying to figure out what's best for you. I think that's really important. We've, like, my wife and I have talked about this a lot. I think it's, it's been a really conscious effort from both our parts to just ignore the news a bit. And obviously you don't want to be completely ignorant and you don't want to to miss out any of the really important information like what the restrictions are in our specific area or, or or country and you know all of that really important information you obviously want to be aware of but actually just obsessively reading through articles about the virus and about everything around it is just anxiety inducing and and not particularly constructive or helpful and i think spending time as you've as you said and as, as this article kind of points out like Spending time in looking after yourself first, I think, is um, really, really important. And this idea of it's something that's come up a few times, which is separating the what you should be doing or what other people are telling you, either directly or indirectly, that you should be doing from what you actually need to do. You know, we mentioned before this these pictures of all of their their humble brags of their workstations and fancy Hot Wheels PCs, but maybe first stop should be to figure out what you need to do. And it also links back to what I was saying about, you know, my daily routine being slightly different from what's recommended because I did listen to what I should in quotes be doing, but actually what worked specifically for me was totally different. If that makes sense. It does make complete sense. Yeah. And uh, another message in this article is that this is a process. There is not a point at which you are living your best work from home life rather we're we're somewhere on a curve of some sorts and that change can be incremental you know you don't have to order that hot wheels pc and i'm obsessed with it i don't know why it's stuck in my head. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah it's, we haven't really, we haven't really described what it is but i mean we can all dream of a life where we can one day have a hot wheels crt monitor yes and i will i will put a link to an image of the glorious monstrosity and you too can be haunted by it (laughs) yeah so it's we're not jumping directly into the deep end we're beginning a process of change or more accurately we're we're in the midst of one absolutely and i and i think i don't know it's easy it's difficult for me to say as someone that's not an employee of a business that was remote and is now 
uh, sorry, that was not remote and is now remote. Because I think a lot more pressure is upon those people to adapt quickly. Um, For those of us that have been working remotely for some time now, it's just kind of we know the drill and we can kind of carry on and continue to improve. Our situation is changing, but but we're sort of in the relatively similar systems. Whereas people that have been in a really kind of structured work environment in person are now suddenly expected to be as productive. And I think as this kind of article maybe slightly suggests, sort of some people feel like actually there's an opportunity to be more productive. I don't have to commute and I've got everything in here right in front of me and there's no distraction from all my colleagues pulling me into meetings and all this sort of stuff. And that's that's a lot of additional pressure. And I think, and, and some employers are kind of, really piling that pressure on to say, you know, hey, we need you to be productive. This is a really stressful, important time for the business. If we're going to survive, if you're going to keep your job, all these kinds of things, you need to to be super productive. And and I think I think we need to be willing to just accept that this is going to take some time to adjust to. So yeah, I'd be really interested to hear from people if there's anyone listening that is kind of coming from that traditional work environment and and is now thrust into remote work. I mean, that's who this podcast is for predominantly. I would just love to know how that kind of adapting process is going and how forgiving your employers are being and um, how you're, how forgiving you're being to yourself in sort of uh, giving yourself some time to sort of ramp up because I, I don't think anyone could expect that we are 100% productive from day one after after being thrown into the, the deep end working from home. Absolutely. And it's also easy to say from our position and for me to forget that I've spent the past three years devising various schemes to outsmart my own lazier tendencies that come out in full force whenever you're at home. You know, that it does t- it's a genuine skill to be able to focus consistently on a daily basis on work when you're at home because I am very close to a very comfy bed uh, fully stocked kitchen, uh, garden, and all that sort of stuff. But um, nowadays, I just work, and it's taken as a given. You start at this time, and you end at this time. But when I first began, it was a lot of time was spent trying to grab my own self by my own ear and and make me actually sit down and consistently do work. Yep, I, I massively struggled with that when I first started. Like you know, and this was my business. It was up to me to get things rolling, but it was so easy to sort of just go like my, my sort of inner child was just like, oh, we, I don't have like, there's no boss looking over to my shoulder saying, you've got to go to this meeting at 11 o'clock and you, you know, have this on my desk by Monday morning. I'm just like, cool, it's my desk. And my desk says I can go and play computer games. Um, it definitely took me some time to adapt, but now I feel Certainly these last few weeks, the sort of added pressure has, has definitely kind of upped the, the productivity. So I think I'm I'm a, a slave to this kind of mentality as much as everybody else is that's that's new to remote work. So I think, uh, yeah, it's important to to relax that that impulse slightly and, um, and, and be a bit more forgiving and kind of give ourselves a bit more time to ramp up. Yeah. And as a final bit of this article, it ends on a, on a positive note, which is that there's, there's probably a lot of good that's going to come out of this in terms of our own ability to conduct our lives and figure out what a work-life balance is and all the stuff that we're going to learn and we are learning at the moment from working at home in the way that we are now. I think there's a lot of people that have been wanting to work from home for a long time and um their employers maybe aren't in a position to, to sort of allow that to happen or weren't kind of willing or ready to kind of embrace that that new way of working. 
um, but now it's all been thrust upon us and there's a huge opportunity for, for those of us certainly that wanted to sort of have this opportunity and some people that maybe it didn't occur to them but in, are now kind of introduced to it and, and maybe like what they're seeing in some regard, um, at least. It might be sort of a bit stressful right now, but I think there are huge benefits to it in the in the long term. And so, yeah, hopefully this kind of introduces not only us working from home, but also our companies and our employers, introducing them to the idea that this is that this is possible and uh, we can kind of, you know, cultivate much more healthy approaches to, to work and productivity and, and what it means to have a job and go to work. Yeah, and I think it's it also has implications for what work will look like when life at large returns to more sort of normalcy. I know a number of people here, for example, like working as systems administrators or things like that, and they've realized they can do the vast majority of their job really rather easily from home, which begs the question, should they even go back in full time when this is all over? Exactly. I think we'll find. I think we'll find that um, a huge proportion of people don't. I think when businesses realise that they don't have to be paying hugely expensive rate rent for for their entire workforce, they could actually be saving a huge amount of money to have a lot of their workforce stay at home and be equally, if not more, productive. I think we'll find that a lot of a lot of work culture will will change quite considerably beyond just this pandemic. So that's it for today's episode. Do you have stories about working from home that you'd like to share with us? Tips you'd like to hear? Or topics you'd like us to discuss? Email us, wfh at lowerstreet.co. That's wfh at lowerstreet.co. Remember to subscribe and share this episode with someone you think would enjoy it. And join us for new content every weekday.